This week, we sit down with Bill Gillespie from the great state of Massachusetts, talking New England. Welcome to the Butcher Barbecue Podcast, world headquarters, Wellston, Oklahoma. The Butcher Turn Pitmaster, your host, David Bosca. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast. We have a great friend, not from my area, way up in the Northeast, Bill Gillespie from Smoking Hogs Barbecue. Bill, say hello to everybody. Hey, David. Hey, everybody. Um, thanks for having me on. Looking forward to talking a little barbecue with you today yeah i just realized something um i'm sitting here talking saying y'all and this and then you started talking i'm like we are definitely got two different (laughs) voices coming across (laughs) that is definitely for sure yeah absolutely i love it (laughs) i believe the first time we met you was might have been at the jack the year you won it we were there cooking it i think that was right yeah remember any other time i i i I think that was it. It might well. I know we were at the Royal that year, like three weeks before the Jack. We might have crossed paths then because I mean that place is so huge. But I think it was officially at the Jack in 2011, I believe. Yep, that that sounds right. Tell everybody first where you at. Where, I mean, right now, where are you sitting at? So right now I'm sitting in my kitchen up here in Abington, Massachusetts. You know, I'm able to work from home with everything going on, which is really nice. But yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going on right now. Tell everybody what you do for a living, if you don't mind. No, no, not at all. So, um, so I work as a design engineer for the local utility company. The end of this month will actually be 10 years that I've been working for them, uh, hoping to do another... 10 or 12, and then I can retire. <laughs> What's retirement life looks look like for you? Uh, hopefully it's sitting somewhere in the sun, somewhere south, getting away from the snow and the cold from in the northeast, and, uh, you know, just sitting out and cooking and just enjoying the rest of my life. Do you fish, hunt, um, bowl, play ball? Uh, I do a, what do you do? Yeah, I do, do a little bit of golf. Uh, I've done some fishing, like to do some more maybe deep sea fishing, but I'd really like to get back into golf, to be honest with you. I, I haven't played in quite a while since this, you know, so-called hobby of barbecue took over, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I'd like to get back into golf. So yeah. tell us, tell us how you got into barbecue. This is well, this is kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I've always liked to cook, even at a young age. You know, I, I would cook cook on the grill with my dad uh, in Boy Scouts, Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts. You know, as I get older, I, I'd go camping, and I, I'd always bring the grill, and I would always do the, the cooking for all my friends and I. And uh, it just kind of started from there. And, and I got my first smoker probably like 20, 25 years ago. Uh, I don't know if you remember the the Marlboro uh, cigarette, the 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 catalogs they used to have. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So so my father would uh, he had everybody giving him all the the UPC codes off of their packs of cigarettes, and he'd come home and he'd have, have about maybe ten thousand or so of these UPC codes. And one year there was a uh, there was a smoker in there, and I'm like, you know what? I said I love ribs. I said I want to cook them, cook my own ribs. So I ended up getting that smoker. And it was one of those Brinkman gourmet charcoal smokers, and it had no numbers on the the uh, the dial. It just said low, ideal, and hot. Ideal, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what is ideal? You know what I mean? I just thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> uh, 
And that was your introduction to slow and slow, huh? I'm sorry, low and pretty, ideal. Yeah, low and yeah, low and ideal, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was my first. And it's funny because the first rack of ribs I, I ever cooked, I cooked them too long. And I basted them every 30, 45 minutes with the sugary mop thing. And I tell you, there was so much crust on these these ribs. I, I think you could eat two bones from the middle of the rack. That's how bad they were. <laughs> Sounds like the ribs I cooked <laughs> this week, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I worked oh, just boy. a little bit up there in Mass. I actually was more in New yep. Hampshire. I spent a little okay. time in Saugus, Mass, and Westboro. How yeah. far are you from Westboro? Yeah. Aren't you close? Uh, West, Westboro, I'm, I'm about 45 minutes to an hour. And Saugus, I'm about, you gotta, I have to go through Boston because I'm yeah. south of Boston. So roughly 40 minutes, 45 minutes to Saugus. Yeah. We opened up a yeah. club there at Saugus. And I remember when they did that, and I was like, really? How come we're here? Yeah, yeah. It was probably right up on Route 1 there, right? It was, yeah. Because just like yeah. a mile or so down the road, and I, golly, I can't remember the name of the place, but it was kind of like, I think it was a restaurant slash meat market. They they cut their own oh. Bonian New York strips. Yeah, that was the, the Hilltop. The That's Hilltop, um, yes. They used to have a marketplace there along with the restaurant, but unfortunately they closed a few years back. Wow. Uh, the whole the whole place went out of business. They had one up in Saugus and one down in Braintree, and both both places had a marketplace. Yeah, I used to get all my meat from them. Yeah, that was a high day. happening yeah, place was, when I was, was up there. It certainly was. Yeah, I mean, where else can you go and buy a, you know, a, a prime rib roast and then have dinner next door, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your cooking. So you you sure. dove off into competition barbecue. What or when was your first competition cook? So yeah. So my first competition cook was in 2005. It was down down in Cape Cod. I went with a couple of guys from work. They had been doing some backyard competitions. So it was a traditional KCBS contest with the four meats. You know, the chicken, the ribs, pork, and brisket. They added a fifth category. It was an anything but category. So at the time I was, um, I was cooking, I was grilling salmon, smoking salmon. I was just messing around with that. So I said, okay, well I'll do that. And, uh, did my grilled salmon and I, I got a fourth place call at my very first contest. And I tell you from that moment on, I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to do. You know, it, it sucked. It, it sucked me right in the first time. <laughs> Hook, line and sinker. There you were. That's it. Yep. Yep. So how many contests did you do? Well, okay, first off, did you start your yeah. own team or did you work with them for a while? So I worked with them for a couple of years. And then um, in 2008, I formed my own team, which is Smoking Hogs now to this day. At that point, how many contests did you do your first solo year? So we did, so we kind of, I was still with the other team earlier in the year, 2008. Uh, we we kind of... We, you know, we parted mutually and I still wanted to kind of continue on and do stuff. So we, we only did one contest that year and it was in the fall. It was like September or something. But I remember so nervous because I had to, I had like half the stuff because the other team members had the other half, you know? So I had to go out and buy tables and easy ups and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, we did the one contest. And I remember we got fifth place in brisket and I was, man, I was psyched. It was, it was, I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. You know, 
yeah, you don't realize when there's a partnership in this who owns what. I mean, I don't want to sound crazy, yeah. but it's kind of like going through divorce. You don't know what you have left till you set yeah. it back out. <laughs> it's, it's true. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You did that. How long before you won your first grand? Because obviously it had to be within that two eleven time frame when you went to the Jack. Yep. So, exactly. So, yeah. So we, yeah, we didn't. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know, so 2009, we came out, I think we did maybe like five or six contests, 2010, kind of the same thing somewhere around, I think seven, uh, and we were always like middle of the road. We had done like up here in the Northeast, we have these grilling events. So we, we had done these standalone grilling events and, and we had done pretty well with those, but you know, my, my focus, I wanted to focus more on, on the barbecue side of things. And so we ended up, we took a class at the end of 2010 and we really learned a lot. So I ended up buying the smoker that was used in that class. So we took the class, I think it was in October. I bought the smoker in uh, December, right right around Christmas time. And so myself, my wife, my other teammate, we just we cooked on it every single weekend, you know, from 2010 to 2011 in the off season. And we just really learned that smoker. We came out and we got our first GC in 2011. Uh, at the Rock City Rib Fest out in Rochester, New York. So you won your first grand. You went to the Jack or the Royal. You went to the the Jack, all in yep. the same year. Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we thought. So we went. We got our first grand. Uh, we went on to win two more in a row. So we won three in a row total. The third one got us the automatic to the Jack because it was in New Hampshire. There was only one contest, and we won. So you, we said, well. I said, we should probably go to the Royal this year because you never know if, if we're going to make it out there. Because for us, it's it's 1,500 miles each way, you know? So if you're going to go, you know, you, 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 we're not going to go just for the Open to go 1,500 miles. We're going to go because we got into the Invitational. So we decided to go out there and, you know, we did the Invitational and the Open. And I think the first day, I think we, for the Invitational, we, we got like a 10th place in pork. Then the next day for the Invitational, we got a fifth place in brisket. And we had never cooked against anybody from, you know, the Midwest or for anybody from across, you know, over the country. Uh, and we're like, wow, you know, we got a couple pretty good calls here. And I said, I think, you know, I think we can kind of hang and handle our own. So three weeks later, we go to the Jack and we, we got a ninth place call in pork. I was ecstatic at this point because that meant we we had gotten a call in every single contest we were at this year and that was kind of our breakout year so i'm like i can go home a happy person just ninth place poor call that was great and next next thing you know they they call us for overall grand champion i just about lost myself it was amazing (laughs) yeah that's i would love to be able to sit down and go through all the stats with uh Pam out there to Jack and find out how many first year cooking, first year qualifying for the Jack and then turn around and win the Jack. I, I don't know the rest (laughs) of the history of it, but if that's not the only one, I bet you there's not going to be, but one more. I can't imagine that. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's a cool thing. I'd like to know that as well. Actually, now that you mention it. (laughs) Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. (laughs) Oh, that would be, that would be, I, I bet the trip home didn't feel like 1500 miles going back. Oh God, no, that was, I, 
it was like a blink of an eye. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like that night when you finally get to a hotel. It's 10, 10, 30, 11, <laughs> something like that. And you're like, Jiminy Christ, did we just do what we thought we just did? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, funniest, funny story about that night, too, is uh, my other. So we, there was four of us that year at the Jack. And my wife and I, we, we kind of settled in probably close to midnight or so. Uh, but my other two teammates kind of went off. They and and a few people saw them coming back to the hotel at about six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so I don't know what they were doing, but <laughs> I heard all about it. It was funny. <laughs> they had their own idea of sauce. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you cook there. Tell us, did you continue cooking competitions, or did you say, "Hey, I'm done"? Uh, no, we, we continued on, um, you know, you, as you know, you, you get the invite back for the following year to the Jack, you know, we, we had a pretty good year in 2012 and we got back to the Jack and, and we actually finished fourth that year, which was amazing. I think we got like a third place chicken call. Yeah. We ended up finished fourth. And I remember, I think it was pigskin that won that yep. year and they God, they, they crushed it. I think they beat the reserve by like 10 points or something like that. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't remember that one if you were there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Actually, I think it was even more than 10 points. It might have been like 14 or 15. It was it was some ridiculous number that they won by. Yeah. Gosh, I was trying to think of that guy's name. Um sticking oh. in my head but i know that's not right yeah that's no god uh, what's his yeah, it'll I, come to me i yeah. forget his name it's been a while since i've seen him yep so you started a line of products tell us yes tell us about your your products yeah so um so i have three products i have a, a barbecue sauce and two dry rubs my all-purpose dry rub was one of the first things that i actually created my wife and i used that as our uh like wedding favors that we gave to all our guests. So I'm in the kitchen, just whipping that stuff up, bottling it and, and throwing labels on it. And, and that was our kind of first, you know, mass producing of, of the dry rubs, but, um, that rubs awesome that it's, uh, I put it on everything, it, anywhere from seafood to vegetables, to popcorn, you name it. It, it, it goes on everything. My what, rib rub, like? I developed. Tell us what your all-purpose is uh, oh, like. Sure. So it's kind of a, got a little bit of a heat, a little bit of sweet, and like a touch of savory. You know, it's just, it just, it goes really well with like sweet potato, salmon. Is it and, Oh, God. A, a little bit. Yeah, like a touch. Okay. A touch kind of herby, savory, and then like more background of heat and sweet, if that makes sense. Trying to get it a picture in everybody's mind built. Is it the traditional sure. red color? Is it, it, is. it look like? Yeah. It, it, it's kind of a, let me see. I can actually, I have a bottle of it sitting right here and it is, it's kind of a, a dark orange ish, like red, dark orange, reddish color. Okay. Everybody yep. gets the picture of that. They understand that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Tell us about the next one. So the uh, the next one, I have a, I have a rib rub, and it's funny. I, de I when I developed that, I, I was trying to develop something for beef, but the problem was is I, I put too much sugar in it, right? So it just wasn't quite working. So I said, yeah, I'm gonna try this on some ribs, and wouldn't you know it? Boom! It hit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that yeah, that was like 
three years ago, I think, three or four years ago that I did that. Yeah, I use it on ribs. I use it on pork. I've also tried a little bit on chicken, which is pretty good, but like sometimes I like to grow my chicken so that the too much sugar in there, you know, would would uh, would burn it a little bit. So that's why I just stick to the the low and slow kind of stuff with that rub. Mm-hmm. But that's um that's a nice one. That's like a sweet, spicy, a nice combination of the sweet and spicy on that one. And your sauce. And my sauce. So, so I came up with this sauce in between 2013 and 14. Uh, I just you know I I just wanted to mess around. I wanted to try try my hand at uh you know, making my own sauce. So we were, we were using a couple of other sauces in competition before that. And uh, so I came up with something that I thought, you know, tasted well and I thought could con- kind of compete with the other stuff. So I did a blind taste test with my, my other two teammates, my wife and my buddy there. And uh, they all picked my sauce. And I said, great. I said, we get to use this in competition now. They're like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yeah, we can't just go and <laughs> So I'm like, well, we have to. You know, I said, we're never going to know how it does unless we use it. So we go to our first contest. I think it was in 2014. We got like fifth place. Yeah, fifth place in ribs. Finished like 30th out of 100 teams or something like that, which wasn't bad. But then the next two contests, we GC'd. And I'm like, okay, I think we have something here with the sauce. And it was later on that year. We had a really good year that year. We had like five GCs, four RGCs. And one of the GCs was the, the uh, American Royal. And I'm like, okay, I think we have something here with this sauce, you know? And that's, that's kind of where that sauce came from. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would make you not want to change again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you've got your products. You're an accomplished cook. What is your goal with your products when you came out with it? I mean, were you making them, getting them in bulk just for you to cook with? And, oh, if we sell some, we sell some. Um, or did you want to just go nationwide with them with, with, uh, getting into stores or did you want to stay with your own wholesale? What was your goal yeah. for your product? So, you know, at first it was just kind of, you know, for us to use. And like you said, if you sell some, you sell some, uh, well that, you know, slowly started to build and, and started thinking about it more. And, and I think the, with the, the way the barbecue sauces and rubs are, it's such a huge market and there's, there's enough room, I think for everybody. So we're kind of in the line now, you know, we, we want to get this sauce and rubs, you know, nationwide, even worldwide if possible. So, you know, we're slowly working on that. It's, it's tough being, I have a full-time job, as I said earlier. So it's, it's tough trying to, to do that. Plus do the secondary job of with my sauce and rubs, you know, trying to market those and, and get them out there so people know know us and know what we're all about and, and just to have them try the product so they can buy them in the future. Do you have a website and a Facebook page they can go and kind of Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the website, um, www.smokinghogs.com. It's M-O-K-I-N-H-O-G-G-Z.com. Um, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you know, our sauce is available on our website. It's also available through bbqspot.com. And, uh, there's a bunch of other, I know, whiskey bent barbecue, Lancaster barbecue supply. Oh God. I'm, I'm drawing a mind blank on some of these, uh, other places. I've not 
I'm not familiar with that. What is that a privately owned site? It is. I believe they're yeah, I believe they're part of Old World Spices. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. 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 And I know Old World Spices you can if you're a, a retailer, you can uh register to become, you know, you can buy product wholesale through them if you're okay. a retailer. Yeah. Now now yep. I know what you're talking about. Now I'm following you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you sell on Amazon or are you? Oh, we do. Yes. Yeah, sorry, we are on Amazon as well. I knew I was forgetting a couple of others. <laughs> <laughs> With your marketing plan, I'm just trying to help educate folks that are starting yeah. out, just like what you've done. And we all like to not make mistakes if we can if we can avoid it. <laughs> right. When right. you started this, when you were, let's just say, okay, we've got it in hand. We're ready to start shipping. Had you kind of had stores ready to go or did you like take it in hand and then decide to say, okay, I've got it in my garage. Let's see what we can do about getting out some boxes. How, how did you go about setting up the infrastructure of smoking hogs, rubs and sauces? Sure. So, um, yeah, like we had nothing ready. So, um, we had nobody lined up at all at the time. So it's, it's been, it's been a lot of trial and error, you know, sending out emails, you know, talking to people on the phone or whatever, just trying to get, Hey, can we come in and just give, show you a sample? And this is, you know, this is our product kind of thing. So for us, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I'm an engineer by trade. So the whole sales side of things and, and marketing, it's, it's, kind of greek to me so it's it's kind of a trial by fire you know so what's been some of your greatest achievements learning by your cooking with your fire technology world there <laughs> what, what what did you um, feel worked great for you i mean you just got to be upfront and direct and honest and be like hey you know do you, do you want to try our stuff you know not, not don't be afraid to ask uh the, the worst thing they can say is no we're not ready or what we don't have room for your stuff. Just don't be afraid to ask anybody to carry a product. Great advice. And let's just go yeah. to the opposite side of that world. What do you think was your worst? Probably, I, I, you know, I needed to be more, more active on social media, right? Because um, I think that's the way the social media is, is right now. It's, it's super hot. Everybody's advertising on it. And, and we're trying to jump on that bandwagon and, and do the same thing. And I'll admit that I wasn't the greatest at, at coming up with videos and, and, and trying to, you know, talk about my stuff. And, and, and that's something that I'm, I'm trying to do, trying to learn and, and, and do more of. So, yeah, I think that that was probably one of our weaknesses was, is, was that. I remember seeing it, and that was a video with you sitting there behind it. Is that what that is? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to get more exposure. Um, you know, let people know about the sauces and the dry rubs and, and, you know, we're, we're, we're working on more videos, more how to videos of how you can use the product. You know, we, we hopefully we'll have a whole, we have the whole summer to kind of, to get those out there and show people the versatility of our rubs and sauces. Yeah, folks, I'm just going to yep. tell you, I've not personally had his rubs and sauces, but if Bill has signed off on it, I'm going to tell you, you need to, at the end of this, we're going to have where you can get back to the smokinghogs.com. Y'all need to write that down yep. and you got to go get it. I'm just going to tell you that much right now. So we'll oh, thank you, that. David. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. You bet. Digress just a little bit back to your cooking. Sure. 
What? Yeah. You, you, they're in the New England. What organizations have you cooked with or have you just stuck with KCBS? So, yeah. So it uh, started out KCBS and there, there's the Northeast Barbecue Society. Uh, and like I said, they, they do a lot of grilling events and they have some some amateur, like they call them uh, tailgate events, where it's just two categories, chicken wings and ribs. And it's a one-day event. And it, it's kind of good just getting your feet wet, see if competition is the way you want to go. So we have that up here in the Northeast. Uh, I'm also a, a member of uh, MABA, which is the Mid-Atlantic Barbecue Association. They're just a little south of us, Maryland, Virginia, Delaware, those states. Uh, so we kind of travel back and forth between the two regions. And that's pretty much where we do all our cooking. So how many different states have you cooked in that you can think of? Oh, boy. Um, I'll tally market and we'll add them up. Start calling them. Yeah. So definitely all six New England states. New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Ohio, Missouri, Kansas, California. I think that's it. I might be missing, yeah. Okay, if we got the six, that's nine. That's 19 different states. 19, wow. Who knew? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> you knew you put some miles on that truck and didn't even realize it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So how many different trucks? Well, let, let me go with that. I apologize, yeah. everyone. I should ask this on the front side. Tell us what you're cooking on. So, uh, so I cook on Humphreys smokers. They're they're made right here in New England, up in Maine. Uh, I've been cooking on them since 2013, and uh, you know I won the I won the Royal cooking on two brand new smokers that that weekend. Explain to everyone <laughs> what a Humphreys is. What style of a cooker? So yeah, so Humphreys is a it's a cabinet style insulated cabinet style cooker. Um, it's got the firebox in the bottom, cooking chamber up top. And it has a it's a reverse flow kind of action, so the all the heat and the, the the smoke come in from the top, come down over the meat, and then down on the bottom is where the the vent is, and it comes up through the chimney that way. So kind of a, a reverse flow uh, cabinet insulated cabinet style smoker. Do you cook in a enclosed trailer or do you have a a porch trailer? What do you roll with down the road? Yep. So I have a I have two trailers. Uh, one is a small little uh, outside porch trailer that we we do some events that I can't bring my big rig to, and then we just got a, a new trailer last year. Uh, it's an enclosed porch, so I can open up the the, the gull wings, and I you know when I get on site. But everything else, when I'm traveling down the road, it's all buttoned up so that the weather doesn't get to things, and that's what that's what we cook on cook with. Weather and Five finger discounts at truck stops. That's right. That's why. That's why I got rid of my other trailer, just because of the. I, I couldn't sleep at night when we were at a truck stop. You know, just yeah, this, having the, the. Oh, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, this last weekend we cooked one here in Oklahoma. We were going in late compared to what we normally show up, and I was just right. I, mean, I was still at the warehouse. It was like ten in the morning, and yep. a gentleman called me. He was headed to the contest, and where he had slept the night before. He was three hours away. He got up, went out to just kind of do a visual inspection, and they had stolen so much stuff out of the back of his truck. They no. left his, yeah, left his rigs. I took him cutting boards, trimming knives, slicing knives. 
injectors, wow. the stuff that I could get a hold of right here. He stopped yep. in Tulsa, grabbed meat. Oh yeah, it just, oh, it was man. Pathetic. Yeah, I tell you that just hearing that gets me so mad. I just don't understand why people have to steal other people's stuff. You know, you you, you work hard for the money that you make. You know, you work hard for the stuff that you buy, and then somebody comes along and, and just, oh, I want that, and they take it. I yep. just ir- irks me to no end. I rem- and I can't remember the year, but do you remember hearing the story? And it was Scotty Johnson with Cancer Sucks Chicago. I was, I was just going to say that. Yes. Yeah. It was at he, the Royal, wasn't it? That's right. He had a yes. brisket or two briskets actually stolen out of his smoker overnight while they were cooking. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. I mean, that that's hot. Like, you're going to burn yourself for one, you know. But I I couldn't believe that when I heard that. It does happen, and it's, un, it's unfortunate that it happens. Yeah, we all like to think that, oh, barbecues are like this or like that. Let's be yeah. real. As much as we love and trust everyone... There's still mm-hmm. that apple in the basket, ain't there? Oh, there certainly is. It, yeah. there, there really is, yeah. yeah. Well, Bill, I don't like I said, I didn't know if you'd watched or got to listen to much of our podcast, but we're at a point in this oh, yeah. where I've got a whole bunch of injection needles out in the warehouse, and I'm going to inject you with a barbecue truth serum. And we're going to... Okay. Have, now you're going to have to answer truthfully when I ask you these questions. All right? Absolutely. Yeah. What is your most useless barbecue tool you have ever bought? Oh boy, honestly, it's probably those those rubber gloves. Uh, I <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like those thick neoprene rubber. You can't grab anything with those. I I tried one time, and it's they're so thick and they're so. They just, for me, they don't work. Yeah, those things, for me, they're useless. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I've been waiting to answer this question myself, and, and I may be right there with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you was asked to develop yep. a chewing gum flavor, what would it be? Brisket. I know, smoky, beefy. Oh, yeah, it'd be... <laughs> <laughs> You might as well. I, I think I would rather chew on some beef jerky because God, that's got to be what so. it would be like. I mean, it, that's what I would think too. Yeah, but I just oh. I would develop it just because I want to see the reaction in everybody's face. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I, I can go into a few things that's happened because of barbecue and their passion, and they not turn out too well. Like some yep. alone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Outside of barbecue. What is your favorite food? Oh, that's a toss-up between Italian and Mexican. Oh, we're on the same boat already. Yeah. Yep. I could. Oh man, geez, that's that's a. I think that's like a one A and a one B for me. Okay. How far would you travel to get it? I mean, if if you if you were you knew it was good Italian or Mexican, how far would you travel to go get it? Probably a couple hours, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bill, that's pretty well what I wanted to go over and talk with and chat about. Awesome. Once again, go over everything to where these folks can find you and get a hold of that rub and that sauce. Sure. So, yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Um, So, yeah, our our products are available on our website, uh, smokinghogs.com, amazon.com. BBQ spot where we're locally here in Massachusetts. So we're, we're in Truckee supermarkets. 
Uh, we're at Backyard Living in Abington. Uh, we're also at the Assinippi General Store in Norwell, Hanover. But we're, we're in a bunch of other uh, barbecue supply stores across the country. Like I said, Lancaster Barbecue Supply in Pennsylvania. I believe we're in Chesapeake Spas in, yep. yep, down in uh, Virginia, I believe, or Maryland. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Whiskey Vent Barbecue, Code 3 Spices. I believe we're in the Kansas City Barbecue Store. And if you're in oh my God. World, there's a great chance you're in a variety of Ace Hardware's too. A- exactly, yeah, yep. yep. So yeah, probably most likely through through Old World Spices, Ace Hardware, and but this Check you know it, it's building. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Would you by chance have a list of this on your site where they could verify before they make a trip? Do you have something like that yet? I don't, and that's okay. something we're working on. I'm trying okay. to update the website uh, with all the locations. Um, I'm actually in the process of changing the format of the website. So that's taken a little bit longer than I'd like, but definitely something over the next like few months, it should, it should be uh, up and running because I'm doing it myself, you know? So oh, it's yeah. trying, to, <laughs> trying to balance everything. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I, I tied in with Google maps to where I've got that on the bottom of my site and it's very easy to oh, make nice. meals. So look into that. It's, it's a, it's a free plugin uh, and it's, you just go into Google itself. Your, I'm sorry, the backside yep. of Google Maps on a different, yep. its own. And when you post it in there, it it'll post it to your site automatically, and it keeps everything up. And so, yeah, keep that ah. in mind as you go to redo it. I've had great success with that one. And that's just going in through Google Maps, huh? Okay. Uh, yeah, go through your uh, your Google Manager. That's if I'm not mistaken. Yep. That's where I. Have uh, I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll definitely check that out. Yeah. Well, everybody, that's what I've got today. I'd like to say thanks to Bill. I know how busy he is. I appreciate you taking the time to sit and talk with us uh, Southern folks, if you haven't been able to d- ah. determine that. <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks, David. Uh, yeah, I had a blast. I was uh, I was very happy to get the call, you know, asking to be on the show. Uh, I, I, I love what you're doing with it. And, yeah, I think it's a, it's a great thing you're doing. So well, thanks for having me. Thank you. We appreciate you very, very much. Everybody, stay Thank tuned and listen. And listen to see if you can figure out whose voice this is fixing to follow. Smash that subscribe button and be ready for Butcher's next podcast.